Welcome to the Dr. Gladney Radio Show. You can think of us as the place to talk about what's important to you in creating an amazing life. Our expectation is that your life can improve one show at a time through engaging conversations and practical advice. Now, here is your host, Dr. Luana Gladney. Well, hello to everyone all around the world. This is Dr. Gladney, your emotional wellness and mind doctor, coming at you for another show. This is our 10th show, and we are just moving right along. We have covered so many, many topics and so many things, and I'd just like to welcome everybody in every part of the world, every continent, all of the thousands of regions that are listening to us. We are so excited to have you as a part of our family, of our listening family. I am the Emotional Wellness and Mind Doctor, and my mission in life is to help you understand how to use the power of your mind to manage your emotions, your stress, your overall life, so that you can create that amazing life that you so desire. As I travel the country, I do speaking and training. I work with individuals. I write books. I do TV, radio, any kind of way that I can get the message out. Please go to creatingamazinglives.com and you will find out all the information about me, all the resources that I have. You can sign up for a free 30-minute session to work with individually. I just have so much that I have to give that I have created for you. So we're excited. We have another great show lined up for you today. Ladies, 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 get ready. We're getting ready to talk about the topic that we talk about around the water cooler. But we're going to have an open forum today. And we are going to be talking about the issues that we have as women, that it seems like we don't support each other, we can't get along, uh, we hate on each other, we're jealous, we're in competition, all of these things. We're going to talk about this, bring it to the table. Now, we're not going to be able to uh, have the all the answers and to correct the problem, but we're going to open up the discussion and we're going to talk about it. So get ready. The call-in number is one 472 5788 But of course, before we get started, we always have to start out with our good news. And our good news for today is all around mental health. Now, if you listen, uh, regular listener to the show, two or three weeks ago, we did the show, The Elephant in the Room, and we were talking about depression and CTE and other mental illnesses that we fight with. That was one of the highest rated shows that people listen to. And I know why. It's because I, I gave you the stats. It's one in every four to five people that are dealing with some type of mental illness. If you yourself are not dealing with it, then you know somebody. And so it is a really important topic. Today's good news is all about the mental health. It's a library in California that connects the homeless patrons to mental health treatment, and they're having great success. And I hope as I get this out that it is a pattern for all the other libraries. Some of them are coming along, but this uh, library in California decided to hire a social worker with a mental health care background. And she has provided uh, services for 800 homeless patrons. And Leah, 
uh, Escarero, we want to give you a shout out. She has found permanent housing for more than 150 uh, homeless people. About 5,000 people visit the San Francisco Library every day. Do you know the 750 of those people are homeless that are visiting the library? For many uh, homeless um, community, the library becomes their shelter. And it is a, a safe haven and a place that they're only getting shelter maybe once a day and it's at the library. So they thought, you know what, it, this is a good opportunity to be able to reach and minister to the homeless community. So she provides clinical assessments and directs homeless people to shelters and services that can help anybody who's in need. The program is so successful that they have hired and trained three formerly homeless people to assist her as health and safety associates. They work uh, 12, uh, after a 12-week vocational training program, they work part-time for uh, 12 hours, $12 an hour. And they help to identify the homeless patrons who may be in need. And so this success is catching on. Um, there have at least been uh, 24 other public library uh, systems around the U.S. that have launched similar programs, even here in Dallas, Texas. We have a peer counseling program for homeless patrons. And in uh, Queens, New York City, they have created a phone app that connects the homeless with the emergency shelter in their buildings. And in uh, Tucson, Arizona, they have a system um, and they help to people look for people who are in need of medical attention. Um, so I thought this was a fabulous story. You know, folks, there's ways all over to be able to help to be able to assist. And it takes us um, opening up our minds and creating and looking for the opportunities and seizing the opportunities where you can help other people. And so I applaud um, the library in San Francisco and also Leah Escarrero because she has done a fabulous job and now is catching on. And as we know, a lot of people are in need of mental health services. So that's our good news for today. And also, before we get into our topic for today, I have to say something politically. Now, this is not a political show, so I'm not on here to discuss voting, Democrat, Republican, Independent. It's not about that. What I do is I study and observe human behavior. And it's real interesting to me because in my lifetime, there has not been a political um arena that's quite like what we're seeing that's played out before us. And it's very interesting as all of this has happened. Here we have somebody that came in that has absolutely no political experience, that is not a part of the political games in any way, but truly a businessman who knows exactly what he wants, goes after it, and enters into the uh, political arena. And of course, we're talking about uh, Donald Trump. And he is coming to this political season and has shaken up. And remember I told you that everything about politics has to do with emotions. There's really not too much about politics that has to do with logic. People vote and stand behind and support people because of the way that they make them feel. And I've discussed with you before that there are really only two emotions that we have and that's love and fear. And so, in this political season, we're seeing that played out that, okay, logically, 
any and everything and people will say, oh, here's a record, what's your experience was, it has nothing to do with that. And you're seeing that it has everything to do with how a person makes you feel and how you feel about somebody. And so as we watch this played out, I've really just been amazed to see um, the movement and how Donald has been able to succeed and get to where he's trying to go. And as I analyze this whole situation, I can tell you it's because people are drawn to people that are fearless. We did a show about being fearless. People are drawn to people that are very strong and courageous. People are drawn to people who don't really care about what other people uh, think or say and doesn't seem to break them because most of us are made as humans that we care about what people think about us. If somebody says something about, you know, we don't have that thick skin that it can roll off your back and you can keep it moving. And when you see somebody like that, that is not, does not seem to be afraid of anybody or anything and they can move forward, people grab onto that. So you're seeing examples of all this and it has absolutely nothing to do with experience, where you come from, who you are, what you think. And so I, I, I'm looking at all this and I'm sure you guys are as fascinated as I am as we watch this. And just in even looking at it all, and I know that uh, Donald Trump is a businessman. Really, in his heart, he's a businessman. And probably entering into the arena, I don't know, I haven't interviewed him or talked with him, but in the beginning, did he really want to be president? Well, who knows? I haven't asked him that question. But he stepped into this arena to prove a point and he has proven the point. And the point is that you can get things done without playing the games as we all know it. And so everybody's like surprised and, and shaken up and it's like, oh my goodness, what has happened here? But for me, in my background, and I study human behavior and how people operate, how they respond and react. And so it's just really an incredible platform to be studying right now. So I'm really fascinated and can give you guys a whole lot about all of what's taking place and, and even with Hillary and the women. And it is so many dynamics here. But like I said, it's not a political show, but I could not help to pass up that. As well as I do want to say something about the bathrooms um, it's amazing that this issue has absolutely taken over um, the nation and in the Carolina, uh, North Carolina, South Carolina area, and as well as here in, in Fort Worth, Texas. And I'm just amazed once again with all the things that we have going on in our society today that here we are talking about what bathroom that somebody goes to and it is bringing about again emotion I told you everything is about emotion and people make decisions based on their emotions and how they feel so we're seeing that played out as well so with while there's so many other things to focus on and concentrate on I don't want us to get lost in all of this stuff I really want you to focus every day and ask yourself how can I make a difference to make this world a better place so with that being said we're going to move to our topic and our discussion so I want the callers I want the women out there I want you to get ready to call in we're going to talk about this issue and why women seem to be against each other and not for each other. There's so many ways to say it. Um, and I put it out there on one of the posts. If you've ever said that I don't have women friends, I don't get along with women, I don't fool with women, I don't deal with women. Um, 
women are hateful, they're mean, they're all of these words that we describe. And it's this war and a power struggle against each other. I have seen it and felt it all my life. And and trying to understand and try to study why is it that women can't seem to get along in the, in the same rate as men. And so looking at some of the stats, I just, you know, researched some and one in girl, one in every four girls have some kind of serious fight. They have some kind of fight. This starts when you're in elementary school, middle school, high school. And uh, unfortunately, somebody just lost their life. A girl lost her life at high school because it was a girl fight in the bathroom. And typically, it's over a guy. Typically, the fights that girls are having are over a guy. So I sit here and I say, wow, this is really serious. It's really deep. But it doesn't go away because as we grow into women, then it's this whole notion that women just can't get along. And another statistic tells us that about 40% of women in the workplace are bullies. So then you have the women who say, when I work with a lot of my clients and my individual clients, and they're working and they all say the women bosses that they work for have been horrific or they, they're not understanding or it seems like they're not supportive of them or they keep, they hold them down. And so you have to ask yourself the question, what in the world is going on? What is happening in our gender that keeps us from from bonding together and from getting along. And there are three reasons that I am going to highlight for you. Um, and so when I talk about these reasons, I'm going to put them out there and then we'll welcome the callers to come in. But from what I know and from what I've studied, and I can really kind of tell you one of the number one reasons has everything to do with insecurity. It has to do with how you feel about yourself. Insecurity, uh, there's th- three different levels of their self-image, their self-esteem, and then their self-efficacy. So you can break down yourself into three different parts, self-esteem, self-image, uh, and self-efficacy. And so much of it has to do with how a person feels about themselves. So themselves. So If you don't have high self-esteem, and that means how you feel about yourself overall as a person, then you are going to be insecure and you're not going to, it makes you not like other people because you don't like yourself. Um, If you have uh, self-image issues, and so much of this comes from what's happening in our society right now. What's happening in our society and what... The media, what advertising, what TV, what all of this that we see and hear tells us looks good. If you don't fit in this certain mold, then you have this tendency to feel like you are less than. So you have low self-image issues because it's about how you look how you look on the outside. And a lot of people wrestle with this issue. Now, in my work, I find that even women on the outside that are beautiful have insecurity issues. They have low self-esteem. And you say, well, how can that be? Because 
you'll look at these women and it seems like they really fit in this box and they fit into what society says is beautiful, but they really don't feel good about themselves. And when I dig down to the bottom of it, you know what I find? They don't feel good about themselves because another woman has made her feel insecure in some way and made her feel like, and because you're so beautiful, the women can hate on you because they're jealous and they have insecurities. And so they pass that along. And and then we look at self-efficacy. Self-efficacy is about how you feel and your confidence level about completing a task. So if you don't feel like you're good at, um, I, I wasn't good in college or I wasn't good at going to school, I wasn't, I'm not good at math, I'm not good at directions, I'm not good at whatever else, it gives you a sense of uh, low self-efficacy. And all three of these things combined, and some people are suffering from all of it. So they don't feel good about themselves uh, because you can you can feel good about yourself overall, but not have good self image. So with this, that's the first reason that I want to throw out there is that the insecurity that women wrestle with. When we come back from the break, we're going to be taking callers to call in at one 472 5788 Join in with me. I want to hear your thoughts on this topic. Why is it that you believe that women cannot get along with each other and we don't support each other? So come back after the break and we're going to continue our incredible discussion. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Are you ready to make a change in your career? relationships, health, and or finances, but don't know how to get it done? Dr. Gladney has the answers for you. Go to creatingamazinglives.com for access to transformational resources that will help you create the life you want and deserve. To get a copy of her latest book, If You Are in the Driver's Seat, Why Are You Lost? The Gladney Prosperity System, a free 30-minute session, and other offers, go to her website at creatingamazinglives.com to start creating your amazing life. You've heard of good things coming in packages. Well, maybe there's a little more to that saying. But when you think about it, packaging is one of the most important things that can represent your business. Tune into Ditch the Box with host David Marinak. Each week, we'll discuss flexible packaging, marketing, sales, and how it all comes together in one container. Lower costs, increased margins. Listen to the show. It might just save you a ton. Ditch the Box is heard live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Dr. Gladney, your emotional wellness and mind doctor, has the solutions to your everyday life challenges. If you are seeking answers that will help you create amazing relationships, finances, health, and career, go to creatingamazinglives.com to take advantage of transformational resources, books, success CDs, GPS program, or to sign up for a free 30-minute success session. Dr. Gladney's programs are what you need to help you get what you want to out of life. 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to the Dr. Gladney Radio Show. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to info at drgladney.com. That's info at drgladney.com. Now back to the show. All right, we are back from our break. And today's topic, we are talking about the reasons why women do not support each other, the reasons why it seems like that women can't get along at the same rate that men do. And as I said, it's been something that I have known and dealt with all of my life as a woman and didn't quite understand growing up as a young girl as to why uh, different girls didn't like me. And I would say, well, why don't they like me? What is the problem? I haven't done anything. And so you carry that around. And uh, boys didn't grow up like that. Oh, well, he doesn't like me. Girls, we have this that it starts when we're very young. And it wasn't probably until I was really of age. And because the names and the different things that people call you growing up, and I used to be very thin, and so I couldn't gain weight, and that seemed to be a problem for other other women, other girls. And it was like, you need to get gain some weight. You need to get some meat on your bones. I heard so many things, so many names called, and it started to affect my self-image. So I didn't feel good about myself. And I was like, well, you know, I'm too small. I, I need to fatten up. And others, listeners out there, your issue may have been the opposite because you may have grown up and you were the one that people were saying you need to lose weight or you too thick or they called you all types of names. And again, you don't feel good about yourself and your self-image. And then that can filter over into not feeling good about yourself overall. So it was something that I had to learn after I was really grown. And I, st- I said, you know what? What's really interesting is that All the people that are saying something about how I look are women. And I had to really relate that to them being insecure about their own selves and wanting me to feel that way. So it was jealousy. So when I began to embrace that and said, you know, what is the issue here? What what am I need to deal with that I even care about what they think? So we I see we have a caller on the line. We have a caller, Sonia from Texas. And Sonia, we are talking today all about women and what the issue is. So we'd love to hear your thoughts on why do you think this is an issue and a problem as a woman? How come women just can't seem to support each other and get along? Oh, wow. Well, first of all, thank you for allowing me to come on. And I love the topic because I am definitely a empower of women. And Dr. Glennie, I I have come to understand and I've studied this. Number one, I don't think we honor each other. Okay. I don't think we honor the individuality and the uniqueness of 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 our within one another, and if I think if we took the time to really see, you know, I think all women are beautiful. That's just my personal opinion. Right. I don't think anybody, any woman that I've seen, there's something beautiful in her, regardless of whether I can, whether you know, whether she sees it. But if you look for that, if you honor 
that person for their spirit and not just the external and celebrate them. But you said so much already that just really uh, identifies the challenges that we're having is because of the insecurity within our own selves and the jealousy within our own selves. But I think the biggest thing to me is just honoring one another, honoring okay. the individuality and uniqueness of each of each one of us has as, as God's unique woman. That's just right. what I see. And, and that's really good, Sarnia. You make a really great point. How would you tell somebody who doesn't understand what honoring is? How would you tell all the women out there? How do they begin to honor? How can we stop looking at the outside and look at the spirit? Well, I, I think it's being able to, st- I think, celebrating the differences mm-hmm. um, because we are, we're different by design and not being intimidated or threatened by that person's difference and understanding that our differences are what is it's really how God made us because there's a purpose and, the, and an assignment that each of us have that we're supposed to carry out. And that difference is probably going to benefit you in the long run if you could celebrate it. Right. You know, oh, that's so good. Yeah, that's one of the one of the reasons I'm going to be talking about his purpose. So I'm glad you you mentioned that. You know, and and it's just and it's just unfortunate that I mean, and I I'm with you. I run into that a lot. And I am sometimes you you know, a lot of times you feel like, you know, you have to check yourself like I don't feel insecure or jealous, but why am I feeling insecurity and jealousy coming from another person? Mm -hmm. You know, they're projecting that onto you, and it's very difficult sometimes to to have an interaction with that person because you feel it so strong, and you have to constantly check yourself like, okay... Because, you you know, it, 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 it's that poem, and I don't know, what, I can't think of the name of the poem, but, but you have to, sometimes you, you, I found myself playing small to make other people feel comfortable. Mm, and yeah. and you shouldn't have to you shouldn't have to do that to make other people you know I won't, I can't let my light shine too bright because I right. don't want it to overshadow you or you feel like right. it's overshadowing you so I play small but if you only could see that you have a light too just like Absolutely. I do your light is just maybe a little different from my light but how about we just all shine bright like like what uh, what's the name like shine bright like a diamond because we right. all have something that we bring to the <laughs> table. Right, right. Absolutely. That is such a great point. Thank you so much for sharing that with us, Sonia, is the whole piece of honoring and being able to look at God's creation as everybody is created special and beautiful and unique in their own way. And we're going to be definitely talking about purpose. So thank you so much for calling in and and sharing and being a part of this discussion and keep letting your light shine, Sonia. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Wow, that was fabulous. Okay, listeners, women, are you out there? Are you listening? Please, we are going to focus on how to do that, the honoring. And when Sonia talked about uh, purpose, that is another reason. It's because most women don't know their purpose. And when you don't know the reason why you're born, there's a saying that says the mo- there are two most important days in your life. One is the day that you were born, and number two is the day you find out why you were born. And what I found out is that when you don't know your purpose in life, 
when you don't understand why you were created, why God made you, what your assignment is, what you're supposed to be doing here, besides working and just doing the normal life, but what unique space you're feeling and what that looks like, what your uh, what your assignments are to give back to the world, to make it a better place. Um, when you don't understand that, you get distracted. And at one point in time, for me, um, I ran into a, a situation with a lot of women. And it was unfortunate because the women were my friends. So I thought, and there are a lot of people listening who have been through something and they were with your friends who you thought they were your friends. And to come to find out, they were talking about me. Um, they were ripping me apart and they basically had a... Um, they basically had a meal and, and, and I was the entree. And so to find out things like this was very hurtful. And to try to get to the bottom of it, because me, I'm a problem solver. So even try to get to the bottom of my own issues, what's the problem? It all boiled down to insecurity, jealousy, wanting what you have, people looking and saying, well, you think you're something because you have it. You know, you've heard people say that, oh, they think they somebody, they think they're cute, they think they have all that, that you think you are. All of those kind of negative things that we project. And it was amazing. I'm like, who has time to sit around and have a gossip party talking about somebody? But what happens is you have that time because you don't know why you're here. When you understand your purpose and what you're supposed to be doing, you're busy doing things that make the world a better place. So you're not going to be trying to tear it down. And we just find that that continues to happen. And because of that, I created a nonprofit organization. Right now, we're on a sabbatical, but it's called the Six Million Dollar Woman's Club. Uh, was birthed out of this pain from women, from women who were in my space and I thought were my friends. Now, this is what's really important is because you're dealing, you may be dealing with something. And if you're of any age as a woman, you have dealt with this where you felt like and you thought the people were your friends and you're in the same circle and something was done that was or said that was very hurtful. And it generally has something to do with the insecurity and the jealousy. And I'm telling you, sometimes it gets toward um, and it seems like the hatred of itself. When you don't like yourself, it is impossible for you to like other people. And so what we're seeing is negative, um, negative energy that people have inside of themselves and they translate it over. So to make themselves feel better, then they have to put you down in some kind of way. But when you understand and say, you know what, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is why I'm here. Then you cannot let all of the stuff get wrapped up and make sure that you focus on what your purpose is. So that's a number two reason. So many women don't know their purpose. And when you know your purpose, you're focused on something else outside of outside of people, outside of talking about, oh, what, what do their shoes look like? And why she had that on? And, you know, we... <laughs> We have some issues as women. Now, men, they don't do all of this stuff. And it's amazing. Um, and because women are so emotional, and because we do have all these feelings and we express it, then if we do get angry with each other, it's very difficult to even make up. 
it's difficult to have that makeup conversation. Guys can be, they can have a knockdown drag out. And, you know, they see each other next week and they're like, hey, what's going on? How are you? Women, oh, no, we're going to hold it in. She did this to me. She was like that. You know, all of these things that just continue to tear us down and hold us apart. So I'll be telling one more of why the reason. But we have another caller here, Elena from Dallas. Elena, Alana, thank you for joining us. I'd love to hear um, hear your um, thoughts on this topic. Hi, good afternoon, Dr. Gladney. I think you're awesome, by the way. And I've listened to your show the last couple weeks and have had hesitated each time to call you. And this topic just kind of hits home for me. I had to call. I, I want to just say, I'm going to put a different spin on it. This whole thing with women and their insecurity, I'm going to tell you, the reason why is because of men. You're like, what does men mm. have to do with it, right? Mm-hmm. Women compete against each other, against one another. The hatred, the, the venomous fears that come from all these different directions, it comes back to men. Men are such <laughs> an important piece to this that people really don't think about. Think about it in the full circle and the scheme of things. And why a woman is, com- compares herself to you, or another attractive woman even. God forbid if she thinks she's not as attractive to you. Oh, you, you know, that's a whole other story. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it but is. But <laughs> I believe, yeah, I, I believe it, it all comes back to that. We will so do whatever it takes to get the attention of a man. And if we feel another woman is gaining more attention than us, it all comes back to the man. It, God forbid if they think that you're attracted to, if, if as a woman, if I think you're attractive, or my, my God, if I have a man in my life, I know he finds you attractive as well. It all is so deep-rooted. It, I think it goes back to the trust of men and the lack thereof. We, you know, we're in the society where so much is forgiven upon men. I heard you say, you know, men will do things and, you know, or end up in a spat and they get over it. And, we, you know, next time they're the best of friends and hanging out. Why can't women do that? Men, it, it may not be conscious, and sometimes I think it is, though, play, you know, against us women, against one another. They do. There's so much power as a society that we have given over to men. And believe it or not, it really spills over into this. It all comes back to men and how men make you feel about yourself. You see another woman, a a man looking at a woman's butt when she walks off, maybe even a man you're at a movie with, and you look over to see if he's looking. The the insecurity that's there is because men have put it there. And this is coming from a not angry woman. I'm very fortunate that I have had good-looking men in my life, and I do now. <laughs> and so you're, this is coming from someone who has had options, and I still do. So I'm coming from a place that's just real, and I just want to put that out there because that's a thought that I don't think very many people have thought about. Wow, Elena, you said a lot. Okay, so what's interesting is the third reason is competition. And so I'm going to definitely de- dive into that. It's so interesting how you put it, and you said that it's men. So, because all the men out there, I'm sure they're chomping at the bits and like, we don't have anything to do with it. 
why women fight and the cat fights and all of that. But it does have something to do with men. And so the way that you spin this was really, really good because I was going to talk about that in talking about the competition that women feel and the way the society has has pitted us against each other. And it's almost like, and I know in certain cultures, particularly, it's like, oh, there's a scarcity of men. Oh my gosh, it's, you know, it's only um, one man to every seven women. And I know that to be true, and the statistically speaking, in African-American culture, and some of the other cultures, it's like, you know, there's a shortage of men. So it's like, oh my gosh, we have to, we have to compete against each other like it's a game. And when you, in competition, somebody has to be a winner and you're in that space where you're like I will do whatever necessary to win the game and what that means is now I'm going to trample trample over somebody I can step over you I can do whatever it takes so that I can be declared the winner unfortunately some of the stuff that has happened in society has pitted us against each other and women do feel like they're in competition so it's important for them to keep each other down and to um, try to make another another woman feel not so good about themselves. So, Elena, when you were saying that, you know, so many things flared up because this whole competition thing then breeds over this disloyalty that women have to each other because they're trying to win. And when you said it's all about men, and how the the men, and sometimes I have seen it, that men uh, pit the women against each other because it boosts their ego. So now that's a whole nother show. But but I do want to delve into that a little more. Elena, can you hang on with us uh, and come back after the break? We have like a two-minute break. Will you be able to hang on? Because there's something else that you said that I would like to get some more of your thoughts about. Can Absolutely. You, do you have I'll be happy time? to do that. Uh, Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay, guys, we're getting ready to come up to our second break. You see, this conversation is very intriguing. Call in 1-866-472-5788. We'll have time for maybe one or two more callers after the break. So don't leave now. We're just getting started. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Dr. Gladney, your emotional wellness and mind doctor, has the solutions to your everyday life challenges. If you are seeking answers that will help you create amazing relationships, finances, health, and career, go to creatingamazinglives.com to take advantage of transformational resources, books, success CDs, GPS program, or to sign up for a free 30-minute success session. Dr. Gladney's programs are what you need to help you get what you want to out of life. Are you ready to make a change in your career, relationships, health, and or finances, but don't know how to get it done? Dr. Gladney has the answers for you. Go to creatingamazinglives.com for access to transformational resources that will help you create the life you want and deserve. To get a copy of her latest book, if you are in the driver's seat, 
Why Are You Lost? The Gladney Prosperity System, a free 30-minute session, and other offers, go to her website at creatingamazinglives.com to start creating your amazing life. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to the Dr. Gladney Radio Show. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to info at drgladney.com. That's info at drgladney.com. Now back to the show. All right, and we are back, and we left on the break, and we had Elena on with us, and she's still on, and she brought up some really good points in saying that she believed that so much of it had to do with men. And, of course, you know that goes back to the insecurity. Elena, you mentioned that the men pit the women against each other. Um, Can you just expound on that a little bit? And we do have another caller that we have hanging on. So we're going to get her in here as well. But, Elena, can you expound on that just a little bit, what what you meant when the men pit the women against each other? Well, they do it in so many ways. God, how do they not do it? Almost in just daily ways that are unthinkable. It can be as simple as, uh, greeting a woman, uh, a man greeting a woman, a colleague in his job every day because she's beautiful, she looks amazing, and he acknowledges that. And he doesn't realize, he doesn't acknowledge the woman that's just very average looking and maybe doesn't dress so hot. But he always truthfully says, wow, she look amazing. So the average woman then develops a mindset of, you know what, I hate you women. This never mm-hmm. happens to me. I can't find a man. I mean, all of those things. It can be when you go out with your girlfriend or friend school, and there's, you know, in a group of five girls, there's always one that never ends up with anybody. I don't care how mm-hmm. attractive or unattractive she is. There's always one. It, it, in, and subconsciously, I cannot only imagine what that does to the girl that never gets chosen. Uh, but, you know, I know it wouldn't make me feel good. So, again, that becomes a girl who silently starts to feel a certain way. And men will, they, they will play into it. And, hey, you know, wink at your other girlfriend. You know, wink at you and tell you guys, uh, this is another scenario separate from what I was just describing. Tell, tell your friend, oh, you know, oh, you guys are all this and you're all that. And then it becomes, who's he going to choose? And, and, they, right. and they play this game where they know what they're doing. They, they're leaving their options open. And then women, you know, again, it has to do with so many more uh, eligible bachelors, um, so many more of, of women out there than eligible bachelors. That plays a big role. So women right. do find themselves competing against one another. So, I mean, that's just one piece of it for me. But I, almost in every you ask how and expound, I can almost think of a situation in the simplest of life's routine, and men need to be more aware of that and more conscious of that. And sometimes I think they don't even realize it because they've done it yeah, for so long. And other times they, they do. It's very conscious. Yeah. 
So we need to focus on the men as well. Elena, thank you so much for hanging on and expounding on that. Um, thank you for joining in in the discussion. And so we have another caller on the line. So thank you again, Elena, for coming in. And we have another caller on the line. We're going to hear Christy from Oklahoma. This is wonderful. So Christy, join in in the discussion. You hear what we're talking about here why is it that you think that women seem to not be able to get along, not support each other? Um, love to hear your thoughts. Well, um, thanks for having me. I, I really appreciate this. This is a very, very good conversation that uh, we've all had as women together uh, quiet, to- quietly and sometimes in group-wise. But um, both of the callers, both Sonia and Elena, they were they were spot on on things. Um, Sonia, she went with the um, the uh, you know honoring part of it as what as women that's what we need to do. And then Elena went in about the men. And and when I started to think about that, you know, um, my thing was a lot of times it, it starts really young. It doesn't yes. even as women we deal with it as we at, all along when we're very young. It starts even. Uh, whether it be um, uh, in the home, you know, sometimes. Yes. And yes. even if you have sisters or whatever, it can be that competition even amongst sisters yes. uh, sometimes. Yes. And a lot of it, I think, comes from um, the, um, you know, maybe who you have around you as far as persons who are able to build you up and help you to be more confident in yourself no matter what. Mm-hmm. And I know that um, at, my parents had a big, big part of that in my life, they were able to speak into me and to let me know who I was, um, you know, didn't have to be competitive against, I have three sisters, mm. but I didn't have to be competitive with them because yes. our, our parents uh, put so much into us and let us know that we were all special, that we were all important, that we, you know, that we were all God's children and we had learned how to work together. Now, I do say that we always, you know, there were times that we had to, we came against each other, like, we play those cards, you know, the two younger ones would uh, go against the older ones or whatever. It was always a little something, but still, we were always able to come back and to uh, learn how to work with one another. But I think it just kind of was rooted from right. that confidence that was built up from our parents and everything. So that okay. to me, and, and my father especially, when she started talking about the men, I mean, your mom can say all kind, speak all kinds of things to you, but when it came from my, my dad, that always made a big difference in my life. Like, whoa, okay, daddy's even paying attention. He's noticing, he's, he's seeing, and he's talking to me and, and telling me wonderful things about myself. So that really makes a difference. And when we talk about men and uh, what difference they make, our fathers really make a difference in wow. um, building us up as women. That is a, that is a great point uh, because the whole male factor does have something to do with this and it, it does go back Christy to what you were saying that when you grow up and what is instilled in you and then like I grew up without a father so I didn't have a father in the home I didn't have a dad present to tell me that I was beautiful and you know so it's like when you don't have that presence there then a lot of times you do seek to hear it you want to hear it from mm-hmm. the opposite mm-hmm. sex and so yeah. a lot of times that becomes a, an issue for a daddyless daughters and that's a whole nother show but it does become an issue and it's like you're seeking for that approval that you so right. longingly need 
from a man. And then if it's not given right, then it could mess you up. And like the previous caller, Elena, was saying that, you know, then the men could pit you against the other one because, you know, it's all visual for them. And so Mm -hmm. what we find as women a lot of times, you know, you're either trying to look good for the man, but the men always say, no, women are trying to look good for each other. He said, because really, a lot of men don't know what kind of shoes you have on. <laughs> They're right, not into right. all of those details. The women know what kind of bag you're carrying. They know all this. Right. So he's, a lot of guys that I talk to, they say women are actually dressing and, and trying to look good for each other. And I mm-hmm. mentioned that in the first segment that a lot of times you have these beautiful women. And when I work with them individually, um, beautiful from what people would say on the outside, but they are wrestling and they don't feel good about themselves. And they mm-hmm. don't feel good about themselves because another woman has made her feel so bad about her being beautiful that she doesn't believe that. And she doesn't right. think. So it's right. like, I'm like we're just keep continuing to damage ourselves all the way around. So you have brought up some really, really great points, Christy, about, you know, how growing up. And I do want to say out to all the parents it is so important. Um, I grew up with sisters as well as and I have three daughters is to not pit your children against each other right, because of the right. way they look, because all of that you are creating this human being that there is going to give out the energy that you have put in their spirit. Some people are so mm. confident and it's not really about how they even look because what was instilled in them that they believe they can conquer the world and it really doesn't matter what you look like so they have mm-hmm. really high self-esteem and the self-image part is like they, they may not be in your standards because beauty's in the eye of the beholder so that was really some really some great points thanks so much christy for calling in and getting in on this this discussion and i'm gonna help try to wrap all of this up so that oh. we can we can help to work with each other and help to make the woman's space a better place. <laughs> thank you so, thank so much you, for having me. Thank you for sharing. All right. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, bye. listeners. Oh, bye bye. Listeners, I want you. I want to bring a challenge to you. We're just beginning this conversation. Of course, this hour time is not enough time because we're coming up already to the end of the show. It's not enough time to really begin to have these. Um, It's not enough time to really bring about the solution that what we need to do as women. I want to open up your mind and the awareness that this is happening. This is real. And if you if you are responsible for yourself, wherever you are right now, I want you to look inside of yourself and say, what are my insecurities? What what do I not feel good? Why do I not feel good about myself? Why do I not feel good about my self-image? You know, and, and I tell people all the time, the outside, you know, it does matter because that's what people see. But the outside can be changed. Do you not know the outside can be made over? You can... Um, you know, have a makeover. You can feel better because when you get your hair done, you get a new outfit. That's the easy part to change. It's the inside. It's when you don't feel good and you don't have high self-esteem and what that does and how you translate that over to other people. So my challenge is to look inside of yourself And say, I want to be the best that I can be, that I am beautiful, I am worthy. You know, I tell people to do self-talk all the time. And here's a tagline that I want you to practice. 
um, all this week saying it as much as you can. Every day in every way, I am getting better and better. Every day in every way, I'm getting better and better. Say that to yourself as much as you can uh, over this next week and see what happens. Uh, Start looking at yourself in the mirror and telling yourself that you're beautiful no matter what. I don't care about the wrinkles and the moles and the dots and the brown spots. And I don't care about that. You're a beautiful person. So if we can start taking responsibility for ourselves, it will translate over uh, to help to help each other because we are each bound together in sisterhood. I'm a reflection of you and you are a reflection of me. What do you see? So we have, if we can get that and the caller Sonia said to start honoring each other, I think this was a, a great start Um to start to begin to have the conversation that is so necessary and for what we need to do. And so, you know, in in, in wrapping up here, I, I hope you go back, tell everybody to listen to this on demand. You can listen to this any time of day or night. These conversations are very important to have and, and we can start doing something about it. So thank you to all of the callers that called in uh, in today. And so this is just what we do. We're I'm here to help, to guide you, to help challenge you, to help get us to another level. Because my purpose and mission is to help make people's lives better through my words and through my message and through music and any way that I can bring it about to you. So enjoying the topic. Okay, as we're wrapping up, I want you to join us for next uh, week's show. It's going to be another fabulous show. Um, this month is Small Business Month, and we are um, celebrating small businesses. And it's how to make your dreams come true. And it's all about the entrepreneurship. I'm an entrepreneur, been one for 20 years, and it's a whole different world. So we're going to be talking about that. We're going to have some fabulous guests on that have been able to make their dreams come true. We will be having um, some, we getting uh, the rest of the roster set up, but we know for sure we're having Myron Golden on and he was used to be a trash man. Now he's a cash man. We're having Victor McLaughlin. He's a best-selling author and now a screenwriter, playwriter, TV producer, all of that. Um, and so we're getting a couple of other people lined up to share their stories with you on how to make their dreams come true and in your life as you build up and as we celebrate uh, small businesses. Guys, please reach out to me. Go to creatingamazinglives.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Uh, sign up for the VIP Success Club. It's only $9.99 a month. That's two Starbucks trips because we have all kind of resources, coaching and things that we give you. Sign up for a free 30-minute coaching on my website. We just have so many resources. But go in and and it's all about making your life amazing. And for our uh, quote of the day, I'm going to repeat what I said I want you to do for this week. I want you to start saying every day in every way, I'm getting better and better. Just repeat that phrase over and over again. Every day in every way, I am getting better and better. And see what it does for your self-esteem, your self-image, and your self-efficacy. Once again, thank you so much for joining us as we take over and try to uh, help the world, to manage the world, to create amazing lives. This is Dr. Gladney, your emotional wellness and mind doctor, helping you to create the life you deserve. Have a great week.
thank you for making us a part of your week. Be sure to tune in to the Dr. Gladney Radio Show next Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We can't wait to talk again soon. 